You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Thanksgiving day. I'm sure I've got gazillions of listeners on Thanksgiving day. We're going to make this a little bit shorter and sweeter than most because it is Thanksgiving day. I'm not going to go on and on for 30 minutes for you today, but we've got some things to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Golden Bachelor and the response to that, that it's really no different than Toxic Bachelor Nation. It's crazy. We're going to talk more about Harry Jousey from Dancing with the Stars, Um, more on hate and criticism going on in the um, Bachelor Nation world, Golden Bachelor world, Dancing with the Stars world, and then just a wild story in the world of music that we're going to get to. And no, it doesn't revolve around Taylor Swift. And we're going to get to all that momentarily. I do want to say right off the bat, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's listening. Hope you have a uh, happy and healthy Thanksgiving day. How about this? Give me your best dishes on Thanksgiving Day, 888-787. You know, you, know, you know how talk shows do that? Today's like my favorite day in sports talk radio because if somebody is running their local show or their most teams, most radio stations aren't having a local show, but ESPN Radio, Fox Sports Radio, they have programming all day long. They have to. So you're going to get a host on today who's like, rank your top three side dishes of Thanksgiving, 800-234-7468. It's just so ridiculous. It's just like such the time kill. And I've told this story before. I'll say it again. I don't want to call it one of my lowest moments because it's actually still a highlight for me because I think it's funny. And I still text the guy every once in a while to this day about it. This would have been two thousand. It's either it was either two thousand one or two thousand two. Thanksgiving Day, I hosted Drive Time Radio, sports talk radio, in Los Angeles for Fox Sports AM eleven fifty, which is what it was at the time. Now it's basically five seventy KLAC. But I was hosting the afternoon drive time show, three to seven, prime time in the number two market on Thanksgiving Day with my co-host, A. Martinez, who has now gone on to bigger and better things in the um, um, public broadcasting. What's it called? Um, I'm totally blanking. But if you're in L.A., you've probably heard of the name A. Martinez if you are interested in that type of radio. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what I want to call it PBS, but it's not PBS. I'm totally blanking on what he, NPR. I'm sorry, NPR. A. Martinez is doing NPR stuff. Um, but we hosted from three to seven on Thanksgiving night, and it was such a time suck. We did absolutely nothing on that show. Who's calling on Thanksgiving night between three and seven to a sports talk show? I can't remember if we had any callers. If we did, it was probably like one or two over a four hour show. But at that time, A. Martinez uh, was a baseball reporter for the Dodgers, so I just asked him questions about the whole season and traveling with the team and all that. What's your favorite stadium? It's like, but yeah, you turn on Sports Talk Radio today, it is just, they are scraping the bottom of the barrel. Now, they have three NFL games to talk about, but before those games start, if you listen to it in the morning, it's just going to be just bottom-of-the-barrel topics of because nobody's listening on Thanksgiving Day to sports talk radio. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And what are some of your favorite side dishes? Me, 
Obviously, I like mashed potatoes and gravy, but I am a stuffing and green bean casserole guy. I don't want anything else. I've never been a sweet potato guy. Get that out of my face. It's just, for me, it's straight turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, green bean casserole, and gravy on everything but the green bean casserole. That's it for me. Oh, and rolls. I'm good with rolls, but get your asparagus garbage out of my face. Get your sweet potato pie out of my face. Get your yams out of my face. Your cranberries. Go to hell. (laughs) I'm such a basic bitch when it comes to my Thanksgiving feast. That's me. I'm sorry. No apologies. Actually, no apologies from me. That's who I am. But happy Thanksgiving to all you out there. Enjoy all the sides that you want, by all means. Just to let you know, coming up, in an hour from now will be the Sports Daily. Also, in two hours from now will be the weekly podcast. And we are having Courtney Robertson on again. This is probably her fourth or fifth time on the podcast. But it is no talk about show-related things. We're not talking about, hey, remember when you were the villain on Ben Flanick season? No, we're done talking about that with Courtney. She's been on enough times. We've covered all that. We don't need to go that route. What we are going to do is play 10 questions. Remember when I started my podcast and I would do the rapid 10 with my guests at the end of every podcast? I know I stopped that after a while, and the reason is because I started repeating um, guests because I was running out of them since The Bachelor, once The Bachelor Nation podcast started up and they were getting all the guests fresh off the show, I couldn't get any new guests. So basically just put it by the wayside. I wouldn't call this the rapid 10 with Courtney because I give her plenty of time to answer and I answer some of them myself as well. But yeah, it's a little fun conversation for Thanksgiving Day. It's going to be up in two hours from now. So check that out on the weekly uh, podcast there. You know how yesterday I read you some of the tweets of people coming at me for spoiling the Golden Bachelor on my Twitter? You know what's interesting? (laughs) I talk about, we've talked about this numerous times, the whole toxic bachelor nation thing and the fan base just gets completely carried away and they take things way too seriously. If you've ever sent somebody from this show a death threat based on the way they said things in an ITM, then you're a loser, period, end of story. If you've ever DM'd them, if you've ever left a message on their Instagram feed, in the captions, a comment that says anything remotely negative. You're a loser. I'm sorry. You are. So what's interesting is when I put out my Golden Bachelor spoiler on my Instagram feed, I mean, that thing has exploded. Now, granted, I know I I guess because it is topical, we are now seven days away from Gary's finale next Thursday night. So clearly it's going to be on the top of people's mind. And when they see something like that, Yeah, I expected a lot of comments. We're over like 1,200 comments on that thing. It's crazy. But when I was reading some of them, I'm like, the older generation, you know how for the longest time the older generation just shits on the younger generation who watches the show or the, oh, all these people do want to go on there and be influencers and they're not in there for love and the older people in this franchise get mad at the younger people for, you know, slut shaming, whatever it may be, criticizing other people. You want to know, listen to some of these, listen to a couple of these comments that were left under my Golden Bachelor finale spoiler post on Instagram. This is in regards to Teresa being the winner. His children and families will be pushed out because she will call where they live. What at they do? 
just sit in a rocking chair at, from this point on, it's all caps, her house, listen to her accomplishments, and possibly go out once a month to dinner, she is a downer. Here's another one. Let's all pray that the sad puppy face Miss Teresa goes home or else he will be sorry for the rest of his life. Faith needs to show up like other contestants have done. This post was put on, was made by somebody whose Instagram was public. When I clicked on that, I'm not going to give out their name, but I will say this person has been in the real estate industry for 50 years. So this is not some youngin that's criticizing like we usually hear when they go and criticize Bachelor in Paradise contestants or Bachelor or Bachelorette. This is a woman, when I looked at her page, clearly 60 or 70 years old. And that's what she had to say about Teresa. So the woman-on-woman hate is not only just relegated to 20-year-olds shitting on each other. No, 70-year-old women are shitting on 70-year-old women. Because this woman just seems to think that they're never going to leave the house if she chose, if, if Gary chose Teresa, which he did. Because they're just going to have to sit around and listen to her accomplishments and possibly go out once a month to dinner. I mean, listen to that. Like, this woman is acting like she knows what Teresa's life is going to be like and Gary's life is going to be like. It's so ridiculous, but it just goes to show this is the negative side of social media. Like, that's what that woman has gathered from watching seven episodes of Teresa. That's what she gathered. That Gary's life's going to be miserable, and he's going to have to sit around listening to Teresa stories. And even if that's what you think, why do you have to share that and put it in all caps on my post? You know? It's just, it's not that hard. Nobody cares about your opinion, lady. They don't. It's not that hard to not say anything. It really isn't. Is anyone going to listen to that? No. Because I could have easily go go to go to my post, scroll down and see how many negative comments <clears throat> of people that were and there are positive ones. Sure, it's like oh my god, I love Teresa for him. He seemed they have the whole, they had the whole. Um, you know, she lost her husband. He lost his wife. That's how they connected. There's a few of those, but there are so many negative ones that are just shitting on Teresa for no reason. It's embarrassing, really. But a lot of them are people where you can click on their profile and see them and look at their page. And, man, they must be perfect or something. It's it's you just shake your head. All right. Just a few things I want to talk about here. First off, let's start dancing with the stars. As we know, Harry Jousey was eliminated on Tuesday night show. And I think the Taylor Swift fans are very happy that he was eliminated um, because I guess he got exposed because he said he was such a big fan of Taylor Swift and loves her music and all this stuff. And then, of course, it took 0.2 seconds for people to look at Harry Jousey's Instagram and find out that he's not even following Taylor Swift. <laughs> but he is following, um, who did they, oh, God, who was it? They're like, yeah, he's not following, Ta- oh, he's following Scooter Braun, but he's not following Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, if you're a fan, wouldn't you be following her? Like, so I I think fans are just like good, good riddance. And whether or not he's following her, some people, I don't know. 
Uh, there are people that I like in the music world, the acting world that I don't follow on Instagram. It's not that huge of a deal. I'm just more annoyed that he lasted as long as he did on the show because he wasn't a good dancer and I didn't think he was improving. It didn't look like he was putting out much of an effort. That's why I wanted him gone. We've seen the people that lasted long on the show because they had a big fan base. Clearly, Harry lasted longer than he should have because he had a fan base. But when I looked at his dancing, it's just like it didn't look like he cared or he tried or wanted to get better. That was the thing that was disappointing watching him. Did any of you think that, wow, he's really improving? I literally felt the same on Tuesday's dance that I did on his first dance of the season. And the, and the judge's critique was correct in terms of what they've always said about his dance. He's just very stiff. Now, I understand if you're not a dancer, you don't have the fluidity. I get it. But I've seen that before in the past with other contestants, and they tried. He didn't look like he tried or cared. It seemed like this was just a vacation for him. And there's a lot of other people that felt the same way I did. I hate the fact that the judges didn't call him out for it. Like, it's okay. It's okay to criticize. They should have criticized him tremendously for that dance on Tuesday night. When they danced to August, it was just like all of his other ones, just going through the motions. Like, Riley told him, okay, you got to remember this. It's almost like he was counting the steps in his head. Where it's like, okay, you're six or seven weeks in. You got to be better than that. He was terrible. I'm sorry. He was fucking terrible on Tuesday night. There's just nothing there. He is a tree trunk. And Riley is just dancing around him. The judges weren't lying. But for them to sit there and be like, you know, I really enjoy. No, there was nothing good about that dance Tuesday night. I'm sorry. He should have gotten way worse scores and he should have gotten more criticism. And I, I understand the judges don't want to be harsh because he's not a true dancer. I get it. But I feel like they've been way harsher before. At least Len was. Len Len never would have said, I enjoyed that dance Tuesday night. No way. He would have said, I, Harry, I'm just not impressed. I, I feel like you need to be improving more. We're in the fucking week before the semifinals. You're not even close to improving. But, hey, whatever. He's off the show now. So Swifties are happy. I'm happy. Let's move on. And that's kind of been my thing with this whole... Not, not that everyone's getting soft, but we're allowed. To, there's so much. There's such a big difference between criticism and hate. Just because you criticize something you see on TV, whether it's a Bachelor in Paradise contestant screaming during their ITMs like Cat is, you're allowed to call that out. That doesn't mean I hate Cat. That doesn't mean whoever else calls it out hates Cat or wants to see her die. No, we're just saying. Are you seeing this? Like, does she see the problem in what we are witnessing? Is she self-aware enough to be like, wow, you know, because Kat, while Kat has taken to social media and, you know, she gave one of those, I'm sorry if I offended you apologies, which isn't an apology. She gave one of those, hey, this is an edited show. You're not seeing everything. I understand that. We understand that. But Kat, we're talking about the instances where the camera has been on you the whole time and you're screaming into the camera and you're saying you're better than somebody else. That's not editing in terms of bad editing. That's not choppy editing. That's not Frankenbiting. Yes, the scene where 
you are walking away with a cake and then we see a cake in the water. Yes, we understand that's editing. You didn't throw the cake in the water. I'm talking about the ITMs where you come across completely elitist and you come off as a snob. I don't hate you. I'm just giving you constructive criticism because when I watch that, that's how you come across on camera. There's nothing you can do to change that now. The show's already been filmed. But I guess, I don't know, if you ever go on the show again, maybe just watch it a little bit. But taking to social media and saying, we're all humans and we're all people too. I, I, I get that. You know, we don't want to go after. Yes, I agree with that part. We don't want to send death threats to people and tell them they're horrible human beings. That's not what we're saying. And she doesn't deserve that. But she also needs to kind of own up to what she did on the show and how she acted. Because those lines came out of her mouth. Those were not voiceovers. We saw her say it. And I just, I, I just like to drill it into people's heads. There is a difference between hate and criticism. I am criticizing her for what she did on the show. That doesn't mean I hate her. Let's get that through our heads. And finally, what a bizarre story if you are a fan of music from the 80s. Daryl Hall and John Oates. Daryl Hall has been granted a temporary restraining order against John Oates. What? Hall and Oates are fighting and they've got a restraining order? I don't I I don't understand what's going on here. Representation for Hall and Oates, as well as a lawyer for Hall, did not immediately respond to people's request for comment. This is coming from people.com. Uh, summons were issued to Oates, as well as his trustees, Amy Oates and Richard Flynn. And a pro-hack vice motion was filed on Wednesday, meaning one party has requested an out-of-state attorney to join the case. Bandmates have taken hiatuses from Hall and Oates in the past. The, they most recently performed as a duo, duo in 2022. Um, he said back in 2022, I have no idea. I don't have any plans to work with John. I mean, whatever. Time will tell. During an appearance on Bill Maher podcast in September of 22, Daryl Hall opened up about the state of his relationship with Oates. And he said, you think John Oates is my partner? He's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. John and I are brothers, but we are not creative brothers. We are business partners. We made records called Hollow Notes together, but we've always been very separate, and that's a really important thing for me. I mean, I guess we... I don't know why you needed to file a restraining order against the guy. I... Wow. Very, very bizarre. She's the man-eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. Shut you up. That's my... um. Hall and Oates impression on Thanksgiving Day. Anyway, that's the story I wanted to end with. Hall and Oates fighting. Boy, my 80s music. I, I don't want to say they were my heroes. I had a couple songs that I liked of theirs, but like Maneater. But man, I did not know that they didn't like each other. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review if you can. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. 
Um, still got two more podcasts today. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Ten questions with Courtney Robertson coming up in a couple hours from now, and that's podcast number, what is that, 366? Yes, it is, 366. So check that out in a couple hours. And, again, have a great day with your family or whoever you're spending your time with today. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll be back tomorrow with another Daily Roundup and Sports Daily. So, again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.